Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met... Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP Yoga. It's Nacho Mama's Yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits. It was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around. It's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. High five. Well, well. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at ddpradio.com, as per usual. My name is Mike Mullins, broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, and per usual, I pull up into the VIP spot. I grab my DDP Radio Megaplex key card, and I scan it at the front door, and they're like, welcome, Mr. Mullins. The door's open. I get on the VIP executive elevator and go up the floors, good thing, good thing, good thing. I have a butler on the elevator who, who gives me a little coffee and a little, little shoulder rub to prepare me for my show. I get to the top of the elevator, and I go to the secret compartment that gets me to the rooftop right here at the DDP Radio Megabuck, and I climb that tower rung by rung by rung by rung, and I look to the great white north, and I look for a sign. I look for a sign that Crystal is ready to receive the DDP Radio signal. I see that spark in the sky. I shoot my signal all the way up the great white north and boom here we go broadcasting into radio wonderland my favorite co-host the one of the only last night's uh video music award winner for world's greatest canadian the one the only <laughs> crystal crystal bartholomew stewart hello what um, speaking of which, um, I need to take two seconds. I need to complain to you about the working conditions. How do you get a VIP parking spot? I don't even have one. Well, Not let's fair. Just say I, 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 I'm people who knows people. So. Yeah. Well, have so you want to talk about conditions? <laughs> you want to talk about conditions? I have myself fictitiously broadcasting from a radio tower in downtown Raleigh, and you're in a shack <laughs> on an Ontario mountainside. So <laughs> let's start right. there. <laughs> oh. Well, how my are friend. you, Crystal? Um, I'm okay. It's, um, it's gotten cool here, but really Canada. Um, yeah. Yeah. You well, know, we're prepping for snow. We'll have snow within the next two months. So, yeah, you know, just gearing up. Well, it's crazy to think that the three weeks of summer is already over and on to the long, right? long winters that are we we await moving forward. Uh, we have an awesome show tonight. We are excited to be we back do. here. It is Wednesday night. Every Wednesday we come here and we tell stories. 
uh, we don't hawk products. We don't, you know, sell you anything. All we do is tell stories of people who are successful using DDPY. And it's such an awesome system we have here that so many people get inspired by so many stories. Last week we had a great uh, episode the week before and every single week previously for one reason. Well, two reasons. We got great motivational stories to tell from people who are successful. And because Crystal Stewart brings her A game every week Hmm. with a a top-notch guest to inspire the DDPY, uh, the masses. Uh, So without any further ado, Crystal, I know this is your thing. You are like, you are like the rain man of picking guests. Like you've got like, you're a savant. (laughs) So I'm going to have you introduce our guest tonight because I'm sure we have another great story here tonight. And you do so much work uh, getting everything together and getting it all organized. I could not do it without you. So without any further ado, Crystal, what do we got going on tonight? Sure. So tonight we welcome another deserving warrior in Natasha Pence-Bigel. Natasha is someone that is certainly a person that wears many hats. Um, But she still had time to do her DDP work. And, you know, she's just, I find her to be incredibly inspiring. So she um, worked that all in her days, and she's been so successful. And, you know, I guess a fighter. And, I mean, I, you know what? Everybody's attracted to a fighter, and we look to them to shine the light forward. So this is what she does. Um, she's someone who um, definitely has been recommended when I started digging into um, her as a guest and just reading her information, um, a lot of people jumped up and said she needs to be on the show. So please welcome Natasha to the show tonight as we sit down and learn all about her journey thus far. We're in for a great conversation. I know we are. Uh, welcome to the show, <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> Hi, how are you guys? Thanks for having me. Oh, yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, obviously, you've come uh, recommended by so many people here in the DDPY community. If you guys have any recommendations for future Warriors of the Week, Crystal Stewart is always taking uh, submissions, and uh, this week is uh, is another one. A lot of people uh, suggested uh, that you come on tonight. So we we don't we don't have any pre-planned questions, but the one question we always start out with is: every warrior, every superhero needs an origin story. How did you get to this night right here? What was it the circumstances that made you first try DDPY and uh and and get to where we are right now? Oh, that's that's like a really cool story. So, um I know Sam Alba in the wild. Like I outside of DDPY, like I know him out there like in real <laughs> life. Um <laughs> so um I was friends with Sam on Facebook and we were, we had worked together and um, we had, I had since lived, left where we um, had worked together and um, I started watching these videos and I started, you know, I, I always cheerleaded Sam and I started seeing like all these videos and I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, look what he's doing. This is amazing shit. Like he is doing such cool stuff for himself and He's, you know, he's very energized by what he does. And um, I'm like, you know, I think I could do this. And so I messaged Sam. And I'm like, you got to tell me what you're doing. And he was like, 
So there's this free trial thing. He went through this deal, right? And he was like, you, you give it a shot. He goes, it's really approachable. He goes, start where you want. And he goes, modifying's cool. Like, do what you, he goes, I modify. You got, you got to do what your body will do, you know? And so I started there and um, I signed up for the free trial. And like within, I would say probably like three to four days, I was like, man, I feel better. I mean, it was, like, pretty quick. I have, a, like, a bum soccer knee, and I started doing some of the stretches and stuff, and I was like, why does this feel better? And so I just kept going, and I actually told myself, like, give it three months. You'll you'll never stick with it, but give it three months, and we'll see how you do. This will never work for you because I've had so many other things not work for me, and then it started working for me and I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta put up now. Like I, I gotta do it. Right. Like I can't just not keep hitting play. So that's kind of what got me here is some videos on Facebook, watching a friend do DDPY yoga. Wow. That, that's, that's pretty awesome. And you know, I, I've said this before when, when DDPY first started, like I remember back in 2011, 2012 uh, doing this and, you know, I, I used to talk to Dallas. We used to put together, like, uh, infomercials that were going to go around to different markets, you know, TV markets. And for a while, that was the strategy that we used. We were just sending out infomercials. They were airing. It was expensive. And we found that – the whole company found that in the, the more – uh, word of mouth is so much more powerful than any infomercial or any advertisement yeah. – and I swear more people have come to DDPY by seeing people they know and seeing people they care about be happier, successful, healthier. It's, it's addictive. And once you see that uh, in somebody, you, you want to give it a try, and then you, you're hooked. So I think that is the, the backbone to all of DDPY is, is seeing loved ones and friends and family be successful because it's contagious. I, I totally agree. Like you can – like I, I remember like some people at work, I worked remotely before it was, you know, co- it was a COVID fad. Like I worked remotely before that. And like I, when I first started, I, I, I remember going into a, a work meeting, a remote work meeting, and they hadn't seen me like on video for a couple of months or something. Um, Cause we did a lot of things, you know, by phone and um, texting and all that other kind of stuff. And I hopped on the camera and they're like, what's going on right now? I was like, what are you talking about? Like, why does your face look like that? And I was like, because it's my face, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> like, it's totally my face. It's always looked like this. I don't, I don't know. And um, they're like, what, why does it look thinner? And I was like, Oh, that part. Yeah. Like, so I've, I've lost like 20 pounds and I'm like, really, how'd you do it? And so like, even at work, like people ask you those questions because they see like the changes that you're making and stuff like that, even on camera. And we all know how camera is, right? Like it's not friendly all the time. So, but, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think word of mouth is like huge, really, really huge. Natasha, did you know who Dallas was when you started all of this? So no, 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 <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't. My brothers were into wrestling and that's when I like did other things. <laughs> and so I didn't know who Dallas was when um, 
I first started. Not at all. And it was really watching Sam's videos that got me started. And then I remember looking into it because I was like, I wonder, you know, I wonder what this person's about and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> now I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't really into um wrestling before. Um no, not at all, but like I learned really quick. Yeah. Uh I, that's like I think that's the number one reaction of people who are not into wrestling who come across the DDPY is, "Oh. Oh." <laughs> I think that's pretty much <laughs> across the across the board. Uh because, you know, you know, my, my wife all the time, she says, why is every wrestler talk like they've been like gargling glass shards? Like there's just a gravel voice. So I didn't even think about it, but like, cause I've known DDP why like, I've known DDP since I was younger. I've, I've watched him for years and then came in to do the show. And, but my wife was like a little intimidated because like, who's this like massive man barking at me from across the room right now. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because He's the opposite of any yogi you can think of in any studio. But when you get to know him, there's a real softness and, and kindness to him. And you can say a lot of things about DVD, the, uh, DDP, but one thing is he's not disingenuous at all. And I think that the, the honesty of the program kind of rubs off on people. And his direct yet compassionate yet honest uh, opinion, uh, you know, takes on people and, and advice is is helpful and it cuts through a lot of the BS that you see in the flowery, you know, fitness industry where sometimes they give you advice that's not for your well-being but just to keep you stringing along. I I totally agree. Like I think um I appreciate the direct approach <laughs> anyway. Um that's kind of um how I roll. So, um by somebody just like telling me the things and it's not like all rolled up into some kind of flowery package as you said it's just kind of this is what it is and this is what we're doing and then um I think the I think too just all the delivery that's available it kind of meets people where they're at like if you respond well to Facebook you've got something there and then there's interaction with the people that are involved as well and I think that's huge too and everybody seems real and I think that's a big deal too Yeah, I remember when I went to Summit in Georgia that, you know, you walk into this huge room and there's, you know, hundreds of people there. And you know what? There's not one person that looks like somebody else because it's real. It's not some cookie cutter program. And I mean, you know, you look and, you know, you see the person beside you and the person behind you. And then you look to the front and you see all these wrestlers and you just kind of go, whoa, like you kind of feel like you're in a bit of a twilight zone. But then you realize very quickly that you are a part of something that is um, face value real. It, It there's no, you know, candy coating here. No. And I know, I think that's, I think that's a really important facet of the program too, is it's authenticity. Um, especially for people who have struggled, right? Like a lot of us, I I was a person who I've struggled with my weight for a very, very long time. And I've been fed a whole lot of, a whole lot of lines, right. About how to get my body in shape and how to lose weight and how to get stronger. 
and none of it really worked for me. And that was one of the other reasons I had actually kind of looked into doing DDP-wise because there have been so many times that I have sought help um, for myself and um, was kind of, I've been told I was lying. You know, people will say like, well, write a food journal down. And I was like, okay, I will totally do that for you. And so I would take it in. They're like, well, you have to be honest for me to help you, you know, and those kind of things. Um, and there's really none of that in this program. I mean, people kind of believe what you say and, um, people are out to help you figure out your, figure out your shit and whatever's going on with you. (laughs) You know, there's usually somebody who's had that same experience. Um, Mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons why I post quite a bit. Um, I'm actually kind of a pretty private person, um, but, I felt really isolated and by myself, you know, trying to get healthier. So um, I figure um, somebody being very transparent helped me. Um, I followed a person that was about six to eight weeks in front of me when she had started, and I just kept watching. And I was like, look at what's happening to her. Look look at what's going on. I'm going to stick in it for two more weeks and see if I do that. You know, so I think there's a lot of people who struggle um, to find their way with their health. And I think um, just the authenticity is such a big deal with people who who have been told so many different things on, on how to impact yeah. um, their own well-being. So how much, Natasha, has your mentality changed? Oh, oh, my God. Like, that is huge for me. Like, I... Um, probably huge. Like I had a lot of negative self-talk. Like I was pretty down about myself. I just figured this was my lot, right? Like I was just going right. to get heavier and be heavier and, you know, kind of had this like, oh, fuck it mentality. Like it's not going to happen for me. I'm never going to be healthy. I'm always going to be on the sidelines. Um, and it didn't matter what I tried. So my, neg- my talk, my internal talk, like I am, I was so mean to myself, you know, and um, so, so very mean. And um, I think I, I've told some people, like, they're like, well, when did that start changing? And I was like, you know, the weirdest thing is like, I know it sounds weird, but it's just like when you're listening to the the videos and you're doing the exercises and you hear somebody say, like, you got this, you can do this, you're getting stronger every day. You know, just those things that are re- that are said repetitively, repetitively throughout the um, workouts, um, that's, for me, that's where things started. Because, like, if you keep hearing it, like, little pieces start to, like, sink in a little bit and then you start having successes and then you're like damn straight I am like look at this I can do this thing now I always tell people in in I mean this is true for me and it's been true for a lot of people I know that when you first start something like this there's that initial buzz of it's new it's fun it's you know I'm really into it I got those butterflies in my stomach excited and a lot of times after a few weeks in on when I've done other things and you know, throughout my time, you know, after that initial excitement wears off, you kind of, it just kind of fades away on you. But the one thing I love about DDPY is there's proof in the pudding every time you work out. It's not an invisible uh, progress. You can 
I can do something today that I couldn't do yesterday. That's a huge thing, and it's a tangible uh, success rate almost. And I think that becomes the new you know, dragon to chase in all of this is, oh, my God, I, I couldn't do this for 10 seconds yesterday. Today I can do it for 10 seconds. That's a real great uh, barometer to measure your success by. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I started – when I started doing DDPY, and I think I've shared this before, but um, I'll say it out loud now, but I locked myself in my bedroom by myself to do my DDPY. I didn't want anybody to see me at all, that li- that even, even the people that live in my house. So I would lock myself in my bedroom to do it. So, <laughs> um, But it was I, – I think the thing that I noticed was – so, like, when I started, like, there were things that were really, really hard. You know, I, I, I couldn't sit cross-legged um, on the mat. And, um, but then you just start seeing those little changes that you're like, okay, so the scale's kind of moving, but, like, look what my body's doing now. This is pretty freaking cool, you know, and I can do this now. I can wrap my arms around my leg and cannonball. I can, I can grab grab my thigh and figure four. You know, I can do these things. I can put my arm up and three-legged dog. Like, I can do that. Um, you know, I know the people that I consider my tribe um, in the community, um, they know how much I, oh, I hated, I hated um, broken table crunches. I hated those <laughs> things, like no nothing else. I did them, and I would do extras of them because I'm like, if I hate them, I must need to do them more. Um, but, like, now I, they're fine. You know, like, I can do those, and I guess not a, it's not a big deal. But when I first started, I, like, what I, I did cuss Dallas then. I did cuss, I did cuss quite a bit then for <laughs> the, the broken table crunches. <laughs> I wonder if Dallas knows how much we swear at him. I I don't know, but like, <laughs> ooh. And then when they bro- brought in the broken airplane crunches to go with those, I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I don't even, no, thank you, but I did them. <laughs> yeah, they kind of smart. Kind of smart. So kind of smart. So Sam um, inspired you to to get started, and you've had uh-huh. a lot of success since then. Um, how have the people in your life reacted? Has people in your life, uh, in in real life, you know, seen you and been, hey, what are you doing? That looks that looks pretty awesome. Or have uh, I mean, I'm sure the people around you in your vicinity are impressed with your changes. Oh yeah, I get that um, quite a bit. Like um, I go, like if I go to a family function. Um, They'll be like, oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is what happens when 80 <laughs> pounds goes away and 75 inches. You know, this is, I look different, <laughs> you know. So um, that's that's kind of exciting. Or, like, I meet up with a friend that I haven't seen for a little while. And, um, that you know, and sometimes you forget, like, because you kind of get used to your body being the way that it, it now is. Yep. And you forget how it was. 80 pounds ago or whatever. So um, that's always interesting. And I know for my, my family, I'm like a, you know, I am more, I don't want to say more involved. I've always been a very involved person with my family, but I can do more things, you know, and um, the really, the really big deal for me was, you know, I have a teen daughter. She's a, she's a junior in high school and 
this summer we did the um, we they do like a muddy princess obstacle course where it's like a 5k and they have all like all the mud pit things and I asked her I was like would do you want to do that with me and she's like you want to you want to do that and I was like I I think I totally do I think I can do it and she was like yeah, I want to do that with you. So it was like a really great time. And then after, awesome. like the first um, obstacle that we had, we went into like this pit up to our chest and we had to pull ourselves out. And she just kind of looked at me like, are you going to be able to do this? And I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> and I, I pulled myself out of there and I hopped up and I don't know if I was up on goofballs or what, but like I started bouncing around and I was like, I did that all by myself. <laughs> and she was like, That's so awesome. and she was like, yeah, and she was like, this is so cool, you know, and so I think she gets like a different mom now, you know, and um, I think, I think that's cool. I think that's, I think she appreciates that, and um, I know my friends do too, um, you know, like I went whitewater rafting um, with some friends out in Colorado, and um, that was kind of a, that was kind of a big deal. I wouldn't have done that before, you know, because I would have. I didn't have the balance or the coordination or anything like that or to even feel comfortable, you know. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I think the people around me see it and appreciate it. And um, I think I I get to be a different person with them now. So not different, but maybe who I was, who I am, who I was supposed to be anyway, you know, if that makes sense. There's a huge difference between living and existing. Amen. Amen. Right? Yeah. And I, mean, I think that's what, right? It's one of the biggest things I realized when I started going through everything that I could get my hands on when I was researching your story, that became very evident to me is that, you know, you have a great sense of humor and there is a huge difference. You could almost tell you know, the line of where you were existing to you made the self-investment and now you're living. And that's amazing. Yeah, that, I, I think you're, I would agree with that. Like, I feel like, um, I got my, I got my kick in the pants and I started moving forward. You know, I, um, I share this a lot too. Uh, you know, my, my dad passed away four years ago, kind of out of the blue. You know, he was young. He was 64. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. I thank you. But like, I think, um, I, I think it was, you know, it, it was what it was. Right. But he passed away suddenly and out of the blue. And I had two hours with him before, and he was cognizant and everything. Right. And we were sitting there in the ER and he was like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get to do some things. And I was like, I know we'll get them done once we get out of here, you know, it'd be a little while, but we'll, we'll be all right. We'll get it done. And, um, he was like, well, you've got to promise that you'll start doing the shit you want to do. Um, I was like, I'll totally do that. And he was like, okay, here's some things I wanted to do. And he goes, I'm looking for it. So we talked about that for about, a, about 30 minutes or so. And I, that kind of became my kick in the pants to get my shit together. You know, it's like, that was like my line in the sand, you know, you can exist and you can do the things and then you can have all these regrets later that you, things you didn't get to, or you can, you know, figure it out and start doing, doing your stuff, doing the things that you want to do. So, 
um, that kind of really became my kick in the pants um, to try anything I could to figure it out. And, you know, I had originally started DDPY2s to think, to take to a doctor to prove, like, I'm using a heart rate monitor. You can see that I'm exercising. You know, I'm keeping this journal with my fitness pal. You can see everything I'm doing, and I have proof. And that was one of the reasons why I started, too. I was like, it was a program that would help me, that I thought would help me, even if I wasn't successful. Um, but lo and behold, I didn't need to go that route because I, it just for me. Well, I think that's awesome. That's, uh, that's, that's really, like, it's, you know, I lost my father back in 2019 around the same age, too. And it's, and I remember, that, oh, thank you. That's, but I remember when he, when he passed, I remember right after I got home from, from his funeral and everything, I'm thinking to myself, like, listen, I know how I get. I'm, I'm going to shut myself in my house and be depressed and gain weight. And I'm like, my goal is to get out and experience as much as I can and just get out and just live, like, live to my fullest. And then two days later, the world shut down for the pandemic for the next three years. Ah, oh, so damn it. It, it. it was one of those things. <laughs> right? That, you know, I'm like, oh, well, well, here we go. And I always said my dad probably on his way out of the universe knocked something over and threw off the axis or something. But um, <laughs> you know, what I was, what I was saying is I, it was really important for me to have a plan in, 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 in like, some kind of direction when to deal with it. And when your father passed, it's almost like he kind of was trying to point you somewhere. It almost just sounds like he was trying to give you some direction, something to go for, you know, in the, in the event it wasn't here. Like he was looking out for you in a kind of way. I, I like to think so. I mean, I don't know why else he would have discussed that, you know, other than, I mean, he knew he was having a major medical event, but like it, we thought he was going to be okay. We didn't have any indication that it, it wasn't going to be okay. So I, I don't know. I, I think he did know something was up and he was just in his moments trying to say like, go do these things. Don't do what I did, you know, go after what it is that you want, what you want to do for yourself, you know, live the way that you want to live. And I do think he was pointing me in a direction. Um, you know, I know, yeah, I, I I do think that. I think he was um, trying to point me somewhere, um, and I think that's what I gravitated towards. Um, feels right, and that's why I keep doing that part too. So, and I think it. I think that also, Crystal had mentioned a thing about like existing and living, and you know how is your internal talk and stuff like that. And I think once you start like getting into the living part of things like the internal voice starts to change too because you're giving it like the good brain juice, you know, you're giving it the good brain chemicals. And so like you start doing these things and you've worked for it by doing your, doing your exercises, you, you're watching your food, you're doing the best for yourself. And so then you start to be able to do these other things. I start, I think you start giving yourself, um, some good brain feedback that you didn't have before. Yeah. You start giving yourself a whole lot of grace and a whole lot of grit. And I mean, you're okay Mm -hmm. with both of them. Right. And I mean, there becomes a very real time when you start the program and then you've been working the program for a little bit and then you think, Whoa, 
there comes a time when you realize that DDPY has suddenly become equivalent to your soul's cup of coffee. You need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there have been, yes. I mean, there have even been times like um, I had COVID. I got COVID in May. And I remember um, talking to um, friends of my, my tribe again, and I was like, what am I going to do? Because, like, my soccer knee is going to come back. I'm going to gate on the 80 pounds back. <laughs> and they're like, you're not, and you're just you're going to do what you can do. You know, Dallas always says to modify, so modify however you need to modify. And I was like, well, that's kind of, kind of a cool way to think of things. So um, I did what I could do. Um, I did what I could do, and it actually worked out pretty well. I didn't, um, you know, I, but I did notice, like, because I wasn't stretching out certain parts of my body, um, you know, I did, my soccer knee did flare back up, and I was like, ah, you know, but um, it's amazing even after something like that where you're kind of forced by illness to take a break when you hop back in, your body doesn't forget. It's like, oh, okay, we're doing this again. Fabulous. Let me, let me work through the inflammation again and get that out of there for you, you know, and you, you just kind of start back where you were. I didn't really lose a whole lot, um, you know, flexibility wise or, you know, strength wise or anything. I kind of just went right back into it. So, um, but I, credit the fact that my body was stronger you know I it, it just rebounded quicker and I think that that in in of itself Natasha is great because it there's a very clear <laughs> thing about making yourself a priority or making yourself an option mm. and right I mean mm-hmm. you have the option to be sick or you had the priority of doing something, even though it wasn't what you were used to doing. You modified, <laughs> and there's no shame in that. Oh, absolutely none. I mean, I would tell you that, like when I when I was at my sickest with COVID, and I I didn't have it horribly. Um, I didn't I didn't have. I didn't have a lot of problems with it, but like I I mean, there were days where it was like, okay, well, I'm just. I'm going to do the breathing one. I'm, I'm yep. going to do that twice today um, because that's what the, that's the energy I have for it. I think, I think I can do wake up. I'm going to try doing wake up, you know, and I, did I skid all the way back to um, where I, I, I didn't even start in that, in that place. Right. I didn't start there, but like I kind of went all the way back to the beginning and that's fine, but it was amazing as my body got stronger, I was like, oh, I can do two breathing now. I can do three breathing now. I can do, I'm going to try doing yep. breathing and wake up. Oh, I can do those. So now I'm going to try this. I'm actually going to try bed flex this time, you know, and I just worked myself back up. Um, I had a lot of body pain with COVID. So um, the, I think DDPY helped me with that just because it kept everything moving and, um and it just kind of kept me going, and I'm fine with modification, and I think everybody has to from time to time. You can get injured. You can, you know, I mean, I'm almost 50 years old, so I can, you know, sleep wrong and wake up with something going on. Right. So, 
Oh, I feel <laughs> it you. just happens. But so, also, you know. they, oh, sorry, I was, I was. I was going to say, also, you kind of realize in that moment, too, that it's something that you kind of need for, for, for maintenance. You know, you kind of stop for a little bit, mm-hmm. and you start to feel some of those pains again. That's, I mean, pain is a hell of a motivator to keep going, and uh, to know that to maintain the pain-free environment, you know, it's kind of a wake-up call when you can't do it, and you see stuff kind of crawl back in a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, like when you've had to, when I've had to pause, I think the longest pause I took was during COVID, Um but I tried to do as much as I could. And even if you do just a few things, I mean, there were, you know, from, I was doing, you know, intermediate to advanced workouts when I, right before I got COVID. And then I went back to, to breathing and wake up, you know, and um, there were times where it's like, well, I can do this part of energy. I can do these two moves in energy because that's all I've got, or I'll, I'll do energy for, I'll do one energy for three days. Like I'll just do a few minutes every day, you know, um, just because it kept me moving and it kept me connected. And that was important to me. And you know what? I, not everybody says this, but congratulations on being mindful enough to know that your body couldn't do it or, you know, needed a certain mm-hmm. move, you know, congratulations, because a lot of people, me included, um, have been known to just plow through a workout and just to say I've finished it. But really, I don't think that's where the strength is. I think the strength is actually being um, real enough with yourself to say, you know what, can't do it, but I can do this. Mhm. Well, and I think the people around you too, like um my tribe will all, would say things like like don't don't do that. Like, you know, cuz there was one time I did I did one workout and they're like that's a little much for having covid, don't you think? And I was like, "Oh, yeah, well probably." Feel good. And I was like, "No, I was huffing and puffing pretty hard." And I'm like, "Yeah, yep. maybe not do that again." <laughs> and so you're like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> you know. Um so I think that's helpful too. Yeah, I have a quick question, Natasha. What would um new Natasha tell old Natasha? Oh shit. Um this should be good. Oh god, I think I would just say like damn girl, you did it. Like you 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 made some yep. changes, you know, damn. You you did some shit. You you did it. You didn't want, you didn't believe you could, but you did. And I'm proud of you. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I mean, I love it. And that's, I mean, that's that's such an amazing thing. You know, I I know you said you, you struggle with your weight your whole life. I've struggled with my weight Uh my whole life. I, as I, when I was younger, I was 300 plus pounds in high school I never felt hindered by my weight. I was I was faster than anyone on the track team. I could run like crazy. I was agile. I could move like lightning, even at that weight. But as the years started packing on me, I started to realize that my weight was taking things away from my life. I can no longer do this. Mm. This now hurts. And I, I started to lose things that I, I love to do. And when I started to lose weight and when I got a little healthier – one of the best things, one of the best feelings of the world, I started regaining things again, regaining back things I love, things I can do that were, you know, were difficult or, or became impossible as I got older and gravity starts working mm-hmm. magic. 
Is there anything in your life that, you know, you felt you're hampered by, you know, your weight or your health or whatever it was that kind of you had to put on the back burner and you can now suddenly like, you know, things come back as you get healthier and flexible and stronger and happier. You can reintroduce things to your life again. Is there anything like that in your life you can think of that really was important to you? Um, well, I think for me, um, the thing I think about is just being um, included with um, my my family, you know, there were things that like I couldn't I couldn't hike. My family likes to hike. My husband and my daughter like to go out on hikes and um, and go on walks. And they had I had a hard time with those, you know. So um, they I wasn't, you know, I I just wouldn't go because I I knew I slowed them down a lot and. Um, and now it's like not a big deal. You know, I, I go and do those things with them um, when I choose to and when I want to. And, you know, it's not, it's not because I can't. And that's a big difference to me. Um, I think the other thing that I think about that I've gained back is um, I think it's really more of a feeling of like I can get that thing again. Like I my daughter plays a lot of soccer and I really want to play a game of soccer with her. And, um, one of the things I wanted to do, like I'm, I'm in, I'm in the positively unstoppable challenge. Right. And one of the things I wanted to prove to myself was like, can I run a mile? Cause you know, soccer, you do a lot of running. You know? So I'm like, I need to be able to run. And so being able to run was a huge thing for me to gain back. Um, and I was surprised at how well I could get into the routine of um, uh, training for a run again. Um, and that was huge for me because I would like to get back to playing soccer um, and just being able to run a mile was a big deal for me. And just to be able to run was a big deal for me. Now, you know, through DDPY, now I can not run because I don't want to, not that I can't. <laughs> I think, right. yeah, I think, it, run, it, right? I think running is terrible. I do think running is <laughs> terrible. Like, that's why soccer is good, because, like, you run for a little bit, and you go tackle some people, and then you're like, I get to sit here and watch you play. You know? <laughs> I, I, I told my wife, I said, you know what, if I ever got chased by, like, a serial killer or, like, a tiger, I'm just sitting uh, I'm there and giving myself to him. I'm just like, I'm I'm going to die anyways, and I'm sure as hell not going to die running. That's <laughs> it. Like, I told everybody, like, if that happens to me, I'm just going to lay down on the floor and hope that maybe I can trip him real good or something. I don't know. You know I'll put, my, I, I'm not I'll put winning, myself in uh, a – oh, sorry about that. No, that's fine. So I, I, I stepped out. No, I was saying I'll put myself in a platter and then put some marinade on for, for me all, for all I can. Like just bon appetit. Yeah, I, I am not winning like being chased by a serial killer. I'm not winning it either. That's awesome. Oh. Uh, we have about uh, a few more minutes here left. Um, so, you know, you talked about your, your group that you kind of hang with, the people in the DDPY community that you're tight with, and, and everyone has those people that they kind of lean to and they kind of gravitate towards each other and, you know, click mm-hmm. up because it's this great, uh, this great uh, just having those people to bounce back and forth with. And uh, in, since you've been here, you've obviously been that person for people. You've 
had those people looking out for you. What has the community and the close, you know, clique or group of people that you hang with, what has that meant to your success in DDPY? I actually think, um, I like to refer to mine as my tribe. I actually think that's the difference maker for me. Like I am an extrovert. So I've always found that like, you know, being heavy is isolating and having extra weight is isolating and there's a lot you can't do. And, um, and finding people who understand you and cheer you no matter when you're being successful or when you're not, um, to really be the biggest game changer for me. Like that is pivotal for me. Like having those people um, has made all the difference for my well-being, just physically and mentally, honestly. So when I was coming back from summit in Georgia, I came up with this quote and I figured you might like it. Um, DDPY is not about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it that is. is the, yeah, I mean, that's totally, I mean, you're really getting out of your own way is I think the biggest thing about DDPY. I mean, it's really right. about getting out of, getting the fuck out of your own way. Yeah, Did you I think a yoga program like could do this? Sorry, Natasha. Do you think a yoga program could have done this for you? Oh no, no, no! no? I if no, I I think if somebody had told me that this would have changed me the way that it has back when I started, I would have been like, "You're crazy." Um, but has it? Absolutely. I'm we, so proud of we you. We get that. We get that a lot, and um, you know, DDPY. You know, Dallas always says that you know we could heard it a billion times by now. DDPY is for the people that wouldn't be God dead doing yoga. But yep. I, mean, I know for a fact that even if I wanted to, I'd go, I'd walk into a room with a bunch of pretty in shape girls and like wearing their, their leggings. And then I'll come trunching in there in my, my gym shorts and just, I, I would never be caught dead there. I mean, it's intimidating to me. I don't belong there. I don't fit. But even now through doing DDPY, and learning how to do things, I think I would even have the confidence to go in there because I feel like I'm, I'm equipped with some kind of uh, skill. Like I could do something. I, mm-hmm. could, I could hold my own. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of the game of the game. It, it gives you confidence, not just in, in your own life and in the DDPY sphere, but it gives you the confidence and skills in, in to, to go in places that you would be cut dead before and maybe just give it a shot. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I, um, the one place that I can think of that that was true for me is I tried boxing. Like, why the hell was I in a boxing studio? Doesn't make Mm. sense. I did it because I was like, why wouldn't I try that? Punching stuff is fun. So I, and I, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I didn't know that, (laughs) but like, it really is. And, um, yeah, so I have, like, a lot of confidence. I went in there, and the owner was like, I don't know if this is really for you. And I was like, yeah, shut up. I think it is probably for me. <laughs> How like, many minutes was he unconscious? Have... Right? <laughs> right? 
And he, he would come over, like, while we would do our cardio between the rounds. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I just want to make sure you're okay. And I was like, don't you have stuff to do? You know? <laughs> right? Want a concussion? <laughs> I'm like, leave me alone. And he was like, okay, okay, sorry, sorry, you know. And um, But, like, that was a place where I wouldn't necessarily have gone to before and tried. Um, but I think I got enough confidence to say, hey, you want to try this? Go try it. What's the worst that can happen? So. Yeah. That's the same thing that happened when I went and uh, tried out as a Vegas showgirl. Unfortunately, I was escorted <laughs> off the premises and uh, didn't have the, the same results. But um, one of these days, I'm going back there. got my choo-choo and I got my feather I, bow and I'm going to rock this thing. You totally should. I will give totally you should. $500 for wearing a choo-choo. Oh, man. I will yeah. do it. You're gonna bail me out too. <laughs> no, that's why I'm. But that's why I'm not legally allowed in New Orleans anymore. Let's don't even get started. That sounds like a good story, <laughs> right? Um, it's oh. not real, so don't get don't never let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So I was with Mick happen. Jagger. <laughs> yeah, of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or so, or some random guy that looked like Big Jagger that I found at Denny's. One of those ways. It was, it was either one. <laughs> um, I'm sure it was fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we. I. It was such a pleasure to, to talk to you. We're going to wind down here. Uh, it just, the hour just flew by, but you know, it's it's such an amazing story, and it's it's so cool the way you kind of happened to stumble upon this. How the situation kind of lined itself up to find you you know, working with Sam and coming over here and, and trying this and being successful. And now you're paying it forward and, and, and sending all that positive energy and motivation to people in the community, which is, uh, it's one of the best parts is when you can become inspired and you can be successful and you start putting your story out there. And by proxy, other people get inspired and successful and, and the train, the, the chain keeps moving forward. So you, you do a lot of good by just telling your story and you do a lot of good in the community. A lot of people are respect what you do and, and are inspired by you. And it's a, it's such a cool part of what we do here. And, and I appreciate you coming mm-hmm. on and telling your story and, and, and keep paying it forward. And I'm excited to see where you go with this. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Me, me too. I'm excited to see where I go with it. You know, it's, um, it's been, it's been a great ride. I, I've, I'm just so thankful for it every day. I mean, truly, truly, for the program, for, um, you know, for DDPY and um, for the tribe that I found, it's a game changer for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll, we'll have to have you back down the line to do a follow-up show at some point, come back and, and check in with us, and uh, I'm excited. Oh, sure. I'd love to, love to. Just let me know. Uh, before awesome. we go, do you, do you have any kind? Do you have any, uh, you know, group or page or people you want to shout out or any kind of pr- uh, plug you want to put out for your for your page or stuff or anything like that? Oh, sure, sure. So I um, I have a group of people. Um, uh, we call ourselves the Diehards, and um, but we have this chat, and I I appreciate them more than more than they probably know. And um, uh, Mark DeSico has been a great big help with my flexibility. I, I can't say enough about him. And um, 
and then I have a, a group of women actually um, called Women on a Mission that I've kind of gathered together, um, and it's just like a group of women who are trying to figure figure their stuff out, and they've been amazing too, and um, I just appreciate them all. And there's a Cincinnati group that because um, that's kind of where that's where I'm at. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio, and so there's a Cincinnati, Ohio group that we kind of hold each other accountable and. Um, uh, there's a hard, uh, hard ass is what we call ourselves. So, and that group too, they've all been, um, really helpful for me and, and keep me grounded and keep me accountable to myself. And it's just been a, it's just been a really big game changer for me to have this connection to all these people who are kind of grinding and trying to, trying to get where they want to go to. Awesome. I, I love it. I, you know, one final question, you mentioned your group, the diehards, who's the Hans Gruber of the diehards? Oh, <laughs> that would be um, Rob Ramsey and Mike Phelps. So those two, <laughs> those two um, kind of keep that group um, humming and going and um, aligned. And then um, Artie Eichelman is another one who kind of is in that group that kind of, kind of snaps us back in line when we need it. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you for coming on and, and thank you, for, oh, you know, Crystal for putting this together. Always a great conversation and we're excited. We're definitely going to put you on the schedule for a follow-up eventually down the line and see what's going on. But thank you so much, Natasha, for, for joining Absolutely. us. Thank you. Thank you. It was good talking oh, no, to you guys. No problem. You as well. And, and, and we always close the show out with the one, the only Crystal Stewart with a, uh, I think she might have gotten disconnected. Hold on a sec. Uh, no, Crystal, I'm here. You have a, yep. oh, there you are. Crystal, you have a yes. uh, quote to, to, to send us off with uh, to next week. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's a good one. So I found this when I was doing my paperwork on Natasha that covered my desk, but it's a really good quote, and it just it fits so well with her, I think. So the quote is another one by Mike Mullins. Um, You're the driver of your own life. Don't let anyone steal your seat. Uh, That's really good. I love. See, whenever Crystal has a quote that is by an anonymous or an unknown source, (laughs) I just claim credit for it. So hopefully, somewhere like Ah, down, like sometime in the chain of command in history, like I'll get like. Nelson Mandela's quotes will get like attributed to Mike Mullins or something. <laughs> Sneak my way into it. So. I'm there uh, for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rem- reminds me of that time I wrote that song, Let It Be. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll see you guys that soon. Was you? No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? I don't, I, don't like to, I don't like to brag. All right, I do like to brag a little bit. All right, guys, we'll see you guys. Uh, next week with a brand new episode we'll be back and I hope you guys have an awesome uh, week we'll be back next Wednesday with a brand new show thank you Natasha thank you Crystal Uh, we'll see you guys soon TV Radio Live own it keep putting in the work and we'll see you guys another day checked it today man that was a great workout man the powerbomb set up by Paige he's in a diamond cutter I don't believe it diamond cutter out of the powerbomb You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.